Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hone. For today's episode, I should be doing a review on the Roger Eggers directorial debut film in 2015, The Witch, with a debut performance from Anya Taylor-Joy, Ralph Innocent, Kate Dickey and Harvey Shrimshaw. This is a film that is trying to produce something fresh from what we know of the horror genre. It is why horror movies spew into hefty numbers out in indignity because there are endless ways of trying to give people the scare. And with that, you have styles, certain characters, themes, blood, gore. It all depends on what avenue you want to take, hence the hybrid genres of horror being quite expansive than any other genre. With action, you really only have comedy action, adventure action, sci-fi action, morphing into fantasy action or even war. But with horror, the list seems to never really end with slashes, gore, supernatural, gothic, monster, body horror, comedy horror, splatter, psychological handheld featuring zombies, aliens, ghosts, or just possessed beings. So you can undoubtedly see it's a widespread range of story arcs to attack in Hollywood. So when you see a horror film subtly take the limelight, you should always give it a go because it's always offering something different. Now, of course, I would say 6 out of 10 horror films are garbage, nonetheless entertaining to watch, but then you do have the occasional game changes, and this is where names like Wes Craven come into play, changing the game in the 90s, with Scream or John Carpenter's action style in the 80s, and more recently, Ari Aster's Midsummer and Hereditary, giving horror a new branch that is somewhat more renewed than we've seen before. And another man that is now resembling what Ari Aster is doing is this man, Roger Eggers, and he came out discreetly with this film, The Witch, spelt V-V-I-T-C-H. Because back in the 17th century, the letter W wasn't even established then. And for some subterranean reason, it already gives you that sense of eeriness. I mean, we all know what a witch is, stereotypically, historically, but how many films have confronted it well? It's not another ghost movie or zombie flick. No, this is something that is a little less accessible in the horror world. So what did Roger Eggers do here to bring noise to this film and his reputation in Hollywood? The basic logline for this film is a Puritan family in the 17th century get terrified by a witch living in the woods. Amongst this family, we have a husband and wife and their five children, a baby, a young twin, and their boys and girls. The film is unearthing because of its pace. It reveals a seductively slow examination of a family struggle and they're dealing with the loss of their youngest because of the witch. The film cleverly chooses to scrutinise the confrontational aspects of the family within the ranks besides the elephant in the room. And this is where the film succeeds, given an early and terrifying glimpse of the title character, like if you were to see Jaws right at the start of the movie for about five seconds. We hold that image in our head for the rest of the movie. The eeriness of not seeing her again until pretty much the end is scary on its own, considering we've already seen it, and it seems to haunt our minds during the middle of the movie, where the family starts to deconstruct emotionally. The true genre of this film is probably a drama, and weaves in and out of horror of the way Eggers has done this movie. It's very naturalistic, minimal cast, natural light, one solid location, and yet the movie seems to be enriched with value, production value, but the scare value is quite simply done with the engaging characters' developments seen throughout the movie that even start to accuse others of being witches themselves or being friendly with the devil the supernatural aspects of the story have cleverly been disguised within something that can be explained by logic but never confirmed which adds to the movie's charms of being a horror the movie is clearly touching new grounds to the horror genre in a stoic pace of its development compared to the ecstasy field ride we're used to seeing with films like paranormal activity or the screen movies but where this pace may turn people's initial thoughts away from seeing this movie it is foremost a revelation to filmmaking and also tapping into the audience's mind in a psychological way that hasn't been done before and doesn't give you those cheap thrills but instead lingers in your minds for days after and which is much more dreadful than someone standing behind a door with a knife. 
Roger Eggers is unknowingly tag-teaming of Hereditary and Midsummer director Ari Aston, bringing the 21st century a new breed of horror, which chooses to focus on family rather than scare, and like Jaws, is merely in the background whilst the family comes to term with their situation, that at times is casual, as seen as a a paedophile in the woods. The film offers a few debut roles in the making, more famously Anya Taylor-Joy, who is completely up to the task of horror, shining like Jamie Lee Curtis did in Halloween, screening similarities of talent and energy that indicates to be a gifted career head, which is already enhanced thanks to her casting in Shyamalan's Split and Glass, and also her Netflix TV series The Queen's Gambit. The performances are the centre of this hidden gem which has no place to hide in a diegetic world that is in one location and solely relies on the characters to generate and further the pressure in this film. To put it simply, they are undisputably unblemished and they needed to be in this film for it to work. The horror component of The Witch is disgracefully raw and that's what it needed to be. It wasn't cartoonish, it wasn't satirical, it showed a realistic depiction of what a witch was in the 17th century and the image carefully structured with the light showed it's just enough for us to have our jaws in our mouths and to stay with it, stay with us in our minds despite the limited time we do see her. The serialistic aspects of the movies are what define this movie as a horror genre, but it doesn't play on it. The eerie score that resembles the tone in Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey is unsettling but used to brilliant effect. The thematic elements in this movie tend to have us reminisce over the Kubrick days and how tension was first established in the old days. The Witch is a refreshing touch to the horror genre where I believe it could turn a few horror naysayers into witnessing a film for its story that would totally encapsulate them regardless of the horror elements this film has. It is an exciting debut for Roger Eggers who went on to do The Lighthouse with Robert Patterson and Willem Dafoe with more rave reviews and more recently the Viking epic The Northman which has just come out of the cinemas now, his first studio movie. But for me, this guy is the one you want to look out for if you want to be tempted into watching a horror movie, him and Ari Aster. The horror genre, like I said before, has so many hybrid genres, so many ways they could go, so many directions it could lead us to. And we've seen most of them. But now we've had another one and we never thought we could in a world where originality is very scarce at the moment. And Roger Eggers and Ari Aster are definitely people to watch in this sort of new style of hybrid for genre movies. Anyway, that's it for um, The Witch. Thank you for listening to my review on it. A classic to be, uh, a story of pure intention and a horror film that is unsettlingly different to what a horror is stereotypically known for. But please subscribe to me on iTunes, Spotify, Google and Amazon and you can follow me on Instagram. That's Film Exploration AH or one word or lowercase. And once again, thank you for listening to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. Mm-hmm.